Hello. Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So this episode is about being a volunteer. I, know I have talked about that before, but that's really what the main thrust of my um, past week was because I um, unfortunately did not get a whole lot of running in. Um, I did a little bit more indoor cycling, um, mainly because I am um, <laughs> in the final stretch of a grading frenzy and um, and also trying to prepare the student magazine for the printer. And um, yes, yeah, so it's just been a lot of staring at a screen, um, which is not my favorite thing to do, um, but it needs to get done. So there you go. Um, but anyway, we're tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow at noon, grades are due. So I've got to get it done by then. So I've got about mm, a little less than 24 hours to turn it around. And I think I can do it. It's kind of like running a, an ultra in a, in a lot of ways, because you, you do go through a variety of uh, emotions and, and um, ups and downs and whatnot. And um, so again, I, th I think my ultra running experiences sort of helped me power through some of this. So anyway, um, so yeah, over the weekend, I um, went up to, what is it called? Indian Mound Ranch, which is outside of Austin, Texas. And um, it's a, my first time uh, ever at this place. It's a race that is put on by Tejas Trails and it is called the Mosaic. And um, it's got a little bit of something for everyone. And it's, <laughs> and as a volunteer, I, I can tell you that this is probably like one of the craziest races I've ever uh, volunteered at just in terms of logistics and keeping track of people and, and whatnot. And I'll get into that. Um, yeah. So the mosaic offers, I think everything from a one mile kids run. I think they can even do a two mile run if they're really feeling ambitious. Um, there's a 5k, a 10k, a half marathon. Um, I'm sorry. And a 15k <laughs> and a, uh, half marathon marathon and a 50k. So if you can't find something that you, that, that challenges you at this race, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, but it was a really, uh, it's a, it's a really lovely race. It, Friday when I got there, um, it was fairly slow because the race goes over two days. And, and again, this is uh, Tejas Trails, the way that they approach um, doing these races during the time of COVID is that um, a participant will pick a time window um, that they're going to start and then they start. Um, one of the... <laughs> one of the problems that we ran into on Friday was that people weren't really sure how to start or where to start. And okay. So the course is made up of pretty much two. It's kind of like a crazy eight. It's like a figure eight. And so, so depending on which distance you're doing, um, each loop is roughly a 10 K or a little over a 10 K I'm, I'm sorry, a little over a five K and um, I think the other, the first loop, depending on which way you go, is like a 5K, and the other one's like 3.4 something. I don't know. Anyway, um, but sometimes, but what what had happened is um, race director Chris McWaters had set up um, these timing mats. Um, at, <laughs> this is really complicated and hard to explain without uh, visuals, but so bear with me. <laughs> Anyway, it was a, um, so you had to start off, um, over these mats. Okay. The problem was, is that there were, 
there's an arch, you know, the big inflatable arch, you know, that everyone likes to start under. Um, that was on the other side. And so that was mainly for people who were looping to cross through. So they had a, a separate place where we start and people were getting confused because we're all sort of hardwired to go to the archway. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that didn't go over very well for a few people because they were kind of starting and doing weird things. Um, and it also splits. So you've got um, a handful of distances are going to go left and then a couple of distances are going to start off to the right and then they loop in and out, but everybody finishes on the same side. Um, if that makes any sense whatsoever without me drawing pictures for you. So it was, and I've never been to this race before. So I was a little confused at first trying to explain to people who were you know, confounded by it, that we did have people coming in going, huh, you know, I went out the wrong way or something, you know, or I didn't get enough mileage or I got too much mileage. And, um, in fact, there's this one woman, she did the marathon and, um, somehow I ended up getting 27 miles. And I'm like, have you ever run an ultra? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, now you're an ultra runner. So how about that? <laughs> so I was trying to, you know, be positive about it. And um, yeah, so it was, it was a little tricky, um, you know, if you're volunteering, because you have to kind of keep an eye on people with their timing chips, um, you know, making sure they just didn't wander off with them. Because um, runners are very, um, I don't know, I guess accustomed to just keeping going after they finish their race. And so sometimes you're not sure if they're going out for another loop, if they're going to their drop bag or if they've just finished. Um, and so it just, the way it was set up was a little, uh, confusing for some people. And anyway, but yeah, the first day was, uh, like it, it really, it was actually fairly steady for being a slower day. I mean, Saturday was nuts. Saturday was crazy. Tons of people, but Friday wasn't so bad. Um, it did rain. <laughs> so the only thing I can say about that, um, on the good end of things is that it was not cold. So it was, it was still like in the seventies, I think, or something. So, you know, it wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> at one point, um, Charles, who was, um, volunteering for the first time with me at the, uh, finish line, um, Chris has got music cranking through the stereo speakers the whole time and singing in the rain happened to come on. <laughs> and so all of a sudden he got very inspired and just happened to have an umbrella sitting nearby. And so he began doing like his best, um, who is that Gene Kelly? God, oh, I feel so stupid now. Um, yeah, I think that's who that is. But anyway, he, he's like twirling around with the umbrella and, you know, kicking his legs out and whatnot, very spirited. And so I, I shot some video of that. And then I also managed to grab a, uh, still for the, uh, cover art for this podcast today. So that's what that's about. Um, so it was just a moment, you know, it was, it, but it was fun. It's volunteering is a really good time. Um, Oh yeah. And I met this guy and I'm going to have him on, um, whenever I can pin him down. Um, this guy is 65. He is a, <laughs> a psychiatrist from, um, Missouri and he ran back to back marathons Friday and Saturday. Um, he is trying to run 500 marathons, I think by the beginning of next year or something like that. I, I, I got to get that story completely figured out. His name is Ken Fatman. And, um, 
he, because <laughs> I was like, wow, how does one afford to do this? <laughs> but then I found out he's a doctor. And then I'm like, so what's your line of, you know, specialty? And he's like, psychiatry. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> imagine what your patients must think about you. But anyway, that was funny. But yeah, he's, he's a character and, you know, just <laughs> he shows up on Friday when I got there and he's like, well, I, it was, a, took me a little longer to, to get down here, you know, from, you know, where I was driving. And I was like, well, where did you drive in from? And he's like, Missouri. I'm like, oh my God. So I <laughs> can't imagine being on the road for nine hours or whatever it took to get, get here or get over there. And, um, and then just get out of the car and pretty much just run a marathon. And, uh, yeah, but there was that. And, uh, yeah, so it was just, it was a pretty fun time. Um, there was some, uh, my usual suspects, uh, in terms of, you know, running buddies, uh, were there and Ben Martinez, Joel Olivares and his blushing bride, Jessica, and, um, his daughter, uh, Bella, they were all there on Saturday. And, uh, so it was good to see some friends and, um, you know, other people, Kelly, um, Cunningham, she's 64 and she did the marathon also. And I think this is like her second marathon. She's doing Bandera 50 K, um, in January. And so I need, I need to get her on this podcast by gosh for the master series. But anyway, um, yeah, but it was, it was really fun just to sort of hang out and chat people up. Of course there's Matt who, sadly, oh, um, had to keep his shirt on because it was cold or it was cool. And, um, yeah, Matt, he's such a trip, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he was there and Logan was, um, she, I was working with her, I think it was at the festival, um, or maybe it was mellow. I don't know. I can't remember, but anyway, one of the races in the early fall and she was sort of like the person in charge of, um, I guess, volunteers and, you know, keeping us busy. And, uh, yeah, so things wrapped up fairly early on Friday and, um, like maybe around four thirty or so. And fortunately I had, um, gotten a cabin, um, in, um, next name of that place, Cedar Park, which is about maybe 10, 15 minutes away. Um, it's kind of a suburb of Austin. And, um, this was the first time I have stayed someplace other than my home, since probably February. Um, and it was a little, it was a little, you know, nerve wracking. Cause I just kept thinking, Oh God, Oh God. And then I forgot my wipes. I, God, don't let my sister know this. She'll kill me. Um, but I did have some gloves and I tried to wipe some things down, you know, um, I mean, it was clean. It was an Airbnb it was, it was like a tiny house, I guess. Um, very nice. Um, you know, very lovely accommodations and whatnot. Um, <laughs> the only problem was that it was like, it, the property almost backs up to the highway, like highway 183, I think it is. And so like initially I crashed out, you know, early, like around eight, cause I knew I had to be up at four and, um, so, and I'm a princess about getting my sleep. So, um, but then I woke up, I don't know, I think something woke me up around one and I, all I could hear all night was traffic, you know, the sound of cars <laughs> and then airplanes, you know, taking off and landing near the airport, which wasn't too far away, I guess. And, or at least it was in the flight pattern, um, of that. And, um, yeah, so that wasn't too much fun. So I didn't get a whole lot of sleep. And then I, um, fell asleep. I mean, I was kind of drifting in and out of sleep and it was about 10 till, I'm sorry, 20 till four. And I thought, okay, I've got about 
30 minutes before I have to get up. And so I fell back asleep and was having some wacky dreams. Um, and then thought, you know, I wonder how long I was asleep. And so I roll over and my phone, you know, clock said 4.36 AM. And I'm like, oh my God, I was supposed to have been up, you know, a half hour ago, my alarm didn't go off because I don't know, somehow I did not turn it on. I set it, but I forgot to turn it on. I don't know what I was doing. I'm, a, I'm just stupid. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was sort of an alarming experience. And so I'm gathering all of my stuff. Fortunately, I laid out all my clothes and whatnot. And um, so I mean, that part was set. So I mean, I, I managed to get over there before 530. So but oh, let me just tell you, a front had come through. And um, it wasn't so bad at first, because you're just kind of like, oh, it's like in the 40s, whatever. Then after standing out in that, and of course, it was dark, um, you know, for several hours, my feet were numb, my hands were numb, you know, it was really cold. And I managed to because I live in my car, I managed to find one glove that I had left from the San Antonio Roadrunners. Um, they last winter, we got um, like a pair of gloves, I guess is like, you know, a tchotchka or something. And I don't know where the other one is. I think it's on my dresser in my bedroom, but why I have one glove in there, I don't know, but I can tell you what, I was incredibly happy to find that. So, um, so I was doing my Michael Jackson thing. Um, it was just sort of a blue knit glove, nothing to get excited about, not spangly or anything. Um, but yeah, it was Saturday. It was just total steady people. I mean, my plan was to, uh, work from like five to nine. And, Cause that's when I kind of figured things would start tapering off and then maybe go out and run, um, either the 15 K or the 10 K course. And it became abundantly clear <laughs> that I was not going to get to do that because I also had, I knew I had that staring down that deadline of grading and I was like, okay, I gotta get this done. So I, um, just hung around. Yeah. Until I guess it was like about quarter to 12, something like that. And finally, you know, it had to you know, knock off for the day, but then things were, you know, um, you know, tapering off. I mean, really, and that was to be expected. Things were a little nutty in the beginning and, you know, cause everybody wants to run in the morning and then get it out of the way and then go home or whatever they're doing. And, um, and it was really cute with the kids. The kids races were really fun. And, um, this <laughs> just watching some of the littles. They were just really cute. And this one woman was saying that her daughter, I think her daughter might be two or almost two. She was so cute. And she said, this is the first time she's been around other people in, you know, months. And it's like, this is kind of a lot for her to take in. And it's like, I never thought about that. And it's, it's like, this is really, God, this affects everybody. But anyway, it was, it was really a lot of fun. Uh, it did get a little confusing at times, um, especially, when we were trying to check people in, I don't, to be honest with you, I, I would much rather work an aid station than do finish line or the packet pickup because, um, I'm much better at just sort of, I don't know, taking care of people rather than, because some, we had had a problem with, um, some runners numbers not getting recorded into the system. I may have been responsible for one or two of those. I don't know. Um, it wasn't like I was doing it on purpose, but it was just sort of that crush of people and you're kind of panicking like, Oh God, I got to get this done, you know? <laughs> and so, and plus your fingers are frozen. So you can't really hit in the, and we are using these incredibly ancient Chromebooks, which 
My understanding is, is that they're going to be upgrading them into something who I'm not sure what, hopefully a Mac, but, um, so anyway, yes, there's a little bit of that. And then we were running out of, uh, t-shirts and, um, yeah, we had men's and women's t-shirts. And to be honest with you, I think there might've been times when I gave a, you know, woman's t-shirt to a guy or a guy's t-shirt to a woman, you know, because I, because they look alike. I mean, there's a, there's a slight, slight difference, but it was just, yeah, there's a couple of people who were not very happy campers at all about the, the shirt situation. And, um, you know, we were trying to do what we could, to, you know, make people happy, but you know, sometimes somebody's got their heart set on it. And if it's not there in their size, they're going to be mad. And I, I get it. I get it. But it was just a, an honest mistake. And, um, anyway, um, trying to think of what other highlights there were, but yeah. So as it turned out, I did not get to go run that course and it looked like a really fun one. People were oh yeah. <laughs> on Friday. There's this, um, this guy and he came in and he's like, that was the hardest half marathon I've ever run. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I couldn't do a 10 minute mile. Boy, I'm doing a terrible impression. Then anyway, he was from Ireland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was just so funny. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's a trail race. He's like, yeah, I've never done one of these before. And so I'm just like, yep, you can't run 10 minute miles. Although there are people who can, you know, it's just for the people who are adjusted to road running, you know, it, it, it does take, you know, some, you know, a mental adjustment to, you know, not freaking out about, you know, your, your, speed and whatnot, because you're probably not going to go as fast as you normally would, or most people are like that. Now, there are some very gifted runners out there um, who, you know, can keep a pretty good pace. In fact, as I was leaving this one guy, um, he, he did the 5k and I think he was in his sixties and he's like, I just need to know if I placed, you know, um, in the uh, masters. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And so it turns out he ran a 5k in like, God, 29 minutes and something. I mean, which to me, that's blazing. I don't even think I can do that on road anymore. You know, I mean, I, <laughs> I've given up those days, but I was really impressed that, you know, someone could take on those challenging trails and sure as heck he did, um, win first in masters. And let me tell you people, it pays to be fast and see, this is what kind of sucks for me, but, um, Anybody who places um, like first in masters, male and female, and then in the top three, I think it is, they get a um, anything of their choice from Nathan, which is a um, hydration uh, pack, handheld bladder company, and um, they've got a really sweet high end vest. And I was like, man, I need to get myself one of those, you know. But and I don't think I'm gonna <laughs> place. <laughs> to get one. So I guess I have to go get it the old fashioned way. Um, but anyway, but there's that. Um, yeah. So outside of that, it was, it was really fun. I mean, it was just a, it was a very nice chill event. Um, I, uh, definitely would like to do it next year. Although I may be doing Brazos Bend because that's what I was supposed to be running on Saturday. But then of course that race got canceled and, um, yeah, like everything else. Um, so yeah, so next on tap is Bandera. Um, yeah, so I've got Bandera 25K um, on the day before school starts, which I think is like the 10th, something like that. It's a Sunday. Um, but I will be 
at the equestrian aid station uh, being sponsored by the rock hoppers in San Antonio. And I will be um, slinging food and drinks and whatnot for, from noon to five that day. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty fun, that's a pretty fun aid station. And um, it always gets a lot of action. And um, plus, I, I don't know, I really missed doing aid station stuff. So I'm happy that we've got that. And then, yeah, so, and who knows, maybe by, you know, next summer, you know, we might, if this vaccine thing, you know, is all it's cracked up to be and people take it, um, we might very well be back to doing aid stations again. And um, I don't know, I really enjoy it. I mean, I think, you know, it's not, volunteering is not for everybody because some people just really don't, you know, have it in them to do it. And it's, that's cool. But I love it. I think it's probably, it's almost as much fun as running the race. I mean, obviously it's more fun to run a race, but it, it's just nice just to be around all those people. Um, you know, again, it's, it's the group of people that I identify most with and I just, I really, really enjoy it. And, um, and you get to make some new friends and, and whatnot. And so, you know, that's fun too. And, uh, yeah, so I, that's, that's kind of what's uh, going on out here. And, um, yeah, so once, <laughs> once I am done with my grades and, and whatnot, I am going to start running much more because I don't have anything to do. <laughs> between now and when school starts again, um, January 11th. So, I mean, it's just going to kind of wind on down and I'm going to be like, okay, I guess I'll go do a run today. Where can I go? And, um, Oh, and I'm very excited. I'm going to, I'll talk about this next time, but, um, Hardburger park, which is like my favorite small park in San Antonio. Um, that's got like real trail. It's, it's, it's a very small park, but I mean, like you can get, I mean, you have to kind of work at it, but you can probably get about five miles, you know, if you kind of wind around a few times, but they've just uh, opened a land bridge that links one end of the park across a, um, what do you call it? The parkway, the Wurzbach Parkway um, to its sister park, which is also called Hardburger. Um, and so now there's like a long route um, and I may go over there tomorrow. I'm not sure yet. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. Cause that one's really a lot of fun. Cause it's got dirt trails. Um, there's some like crushed rock and stuff like that, but it's, it looks really cool. And I'm excited about the land bridge. Um, I'm a little scared. Um, <laughs> I was like having these nightmarish thoughts, like, Oh God, what if, what if, it fall, what if you fall through? <laughs> You're not going to fall through, but you know, it's just like, I've never really seen anything like that. So I'm really excited to give that a, a try. So, you know, another fun new place to, to, well, it's not really new, but it is exciting because you can add some mileage on using that, um, land bridge. So, uh, and they've been working on that thing for a while. So, um, and, um, wildlife meaning deer uh and whatnot have been spotted using the land bridge so that's really that's really cool that's great for their habitat so anyway i can't believe i sat here and talked for 23 minutes about volunteering and whatnot so <laughs> you know me i can talk about anything um anyway that is all i've got for now i will see you next time <laughs>